The Bible says in Jeremiah chapter 29 and verse 10 and then 11 through 14, this is God's word on the subject, I know what I'm doing. I want to repeat that. This is God's word on the subject, I know what I'm doing. God knows what he's doing. I have it all planned out. I have it all planned out. (laughs) Plans to take care of you, not abandon you. Plans to give you the future you hope for. When you call on me, when you come and pray to me, I'll listen. When you come looking for me, you'll find me. Yes, when you get serious about finding me and want it more than anything else, I'll make sure you won't be disappointed. God's decree, I'll turn things around for you. Everything's going to be all right. I want to ask you a few questions. Do you ever wonder what God is up to? Do you ever wonder... What God is up to. Do you ever question what he is doing with your life? Or why God seems to be taking so long to answer the requests that you keep praying about? Let me ask you this. Have you ever wondered why there are so many difficult people in your life? Or why... You still struggle with the same stubborn sin? Or perhaps you're here today and you're asking why you're always challenged with a difficult work environment. In fact, some of you have asked that very question this past week. Why am I challenged with such a difficult work environment? Why is my job so boring? When it's all said and done, you find yourself coming back to the question that we have all asked at one time or another, what, if anything at all, is God doing with my life? Now, if you've asked any of these questions or you're maybe asking them now, You're in the right place. You're in the right place today. Because the people of God asked the same kind of questions during the days of Jeremiah. They had been deported to Babylon. They were exiles living in a ghetto over 1,600 kilometers from their home and speaking of home, both Jerusalem, their capital city, and their beloved temple had been destroyed. You think you have it bad. Now listen. Their capital city, Jerusalem, and their temple, the temple of Solomon, one of the great wonders of the world, Both had been flattened. 
and they were 1,600 kilometers in exile. So they wanted to know where God was in all of that. They wanted to know where God was in all of that. Why was he allowing them to suffer? Some prophets said this, other prophets said that, but nobody seemed to know for sure what God was up to. Jeremiah chapter 29 was written to answer that question. Jeremiah 29 was written to answer the question of what is God up to? This is God's word on the subject. I know what I'm doing. I have it all planned out. Plans to take care of you, not abandon you. Plans to give you the future you hope for. When you call on me, when you come and pray to me, I'll listen. When you come looking for me, you'll find me. Yes, when you get serious about finding me and want it more than anything else, I'll make sure you won't be disappointed. I'll turn things around for you. Jeremiah 29 contains a letter from home. It was written by Jeremiah, who was still living back in Jerusalem. And the main point of the letter is that God knows what he's doing, even when it doesn't seem that way in life. His plans are always the best laid plans for your life and mine. Today, I want to minister to you on living a breakthrough life. Come on, living a breakthrough life. God desires for us to be living a life of breakthrough. Our text today clearly tells us that he has planned for it. (laughs) He's already put it in place. When we learn to live in breakthrough, we move ourselves into a place of blessing and overflow, spilling over into the lives of others. It's so much bigger than us. The breakthrough that we're believing God for, the breakthrough that we're desiring is so much bigger than us. We, we, we're not talking about an event here. We're talking about a life, a lifestyle. Breakthrough is not an event. It's a process. And God wants to bring us into a lifestyle, living a life of breakthrough. So when we do so, we can be a greater blessing to the lives of others. When we live a breakthrough life, we can be a greater blessing to the lives of others. Even in exile, God planned for his people to live a breakthrough life, to impact those who were around them. 
Everybody needs breakthrough. Listen, guys, everybody needs breakthrough. Can we believe God to live such a life that it spills over to them that we're encountering breakthroughs? It's a lifestyle for us. I believe God can bring us to that place, and I'm going to give us a couple of keys to see that happen in Jesus' name. God planned for his people right there in exile with their homes destroyed back back home, their city destroyed. God's plan was that his people live a breakthrough life. Jeremiah 29, this same chapter, verse 4, says, This is what the Lord of all, the God of Israel, says to all of his people who have been sent from Jerusalem to Babylon. Build houses. This is what the Lord of all, the God of Israel, says to all of his people who have been sent from Jerusalem to Babylon. Build houses. Anybody interested? Build houses and live in them. Plant gardens and eat their fruit. Take wives. Hello. Take wives and become the fathers of sons and daughters. And take wives for your sons and give your daughters in marriage that they may give birth to sons and daughters. Become many there and do not let your number become less. Work for the well-being of the city where I have sent you to and pray to the Lord for this. For if it is well with the city you live in, it will be well with you. A breakthrough life in the midst of captivity. A breakthrough life in the midst of craziness. This is what God's plan. So what's required? What's required to have such a breakthrough? Such a life. A life, living a life of breakthrough. How can we... If this is God's design for us, I truly believe that it's a church triumphant, everybody. I believe that God is, is, has raised up a church triumphant, a church that can go through life, not broken, but go through life breaking through. Not a church all broke down and in despair, but a church that is living a life of breakthrough. Come on. So what's required? Let's go to Daniel chapter 3. I'm going to read one of the stories that we learned from Sunday school, from kids' house, from our childhood. And there's a great key here to live a breakthrough life. Daniel chapter 3, verse 14, Nebuchadnezzar said, In verse 14, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, is it true that you do not serve my gods nor worship the gold statue I have set up? In a moment, you will again hear the sound of the horns, flutes, lyres, zithers, harps, pipes, and all the other musical instruments. If you bow down and worship the statue I made, that will be good. But if you do not worship it, you will immediately be thrown into the blazing furnace. What God will then be able to save you from my power? 
then. Watch They answered the king saying, Nebuchadnezzar, we do not need to defend ourselves to you. If you throw us into the blazing furnace, the God we serve. Woo, I feel the Holy Ghost in this house. Come on. If you throw us into the blazing furnace, the God we serve is able to save us from the furnace. He will save us from your power, O king. But even if God does not save us, we want you, O king, to know this. We will not serve your gods or worship the gold statue you have set up. Can you give Jesus praise? Come on, let's celebrate Shadrach, Meshach. We're going to meet them one day. We're going to get to meet these guys one day. Wow. Now, listen to this. In a moment, verse 15, in a moment, Nebuchadnezzar said, in a moment, you will hear again the sound of the horns, the flutes, the lyres, zithers, Harps, pipes, and all the other musical instruments. You will hear them. And when you hear them, I'm going to give you another chance. They played once. You didn't bow. But I'm going to give you another chance. And if you hear them, when you hear them, if you bow, good. That will be good. But if you don't, I'm going to throw you into a blazing furnace. And I love one translation, which they answered and said, we are not careful to answer you in this matter. You could strike up the band. The Message Bible says, when the big band plays, you bow. And those boys said, you can just tell the horn blowers to save their breath. We're not bowing. And here's the first key to live a breakthrough life. Number one, tune out the noise. Just tune out the noise. We know the end of this story, right? We know the end of the story. We know the fourth man, Jesus Christ himself, appeared in that fire. And those boys came out of that fire, not even the smell of smoke upon them, because they tuned out the noise. Church, is it just me? Or has the world grown incredibly loud of late? Is it just me? Or has the world grown incredibly loud? For sure, the noise, the pipes, the zithers, the lyres, the horns, they seem to be at an all-time high. What we're hearing in the world right now 
we've really never heard to this scale and to this degree before. And I want to say to you, listen, to live a breakthrough life, it's so important, like the three Hebrew boys, to tune out the noise that's around you. And I believe by the Spirit of God, as I was preparing, there's individuals here today, a number of individuals, there's so much noise around you right now. There's so much noise around you right now. And I want to challenge you by the Spirit of God, by the Holy Ghost, to tune out the noise. To tune it out, as these men did. Tune it out, if only for a few moments each day. Tune it out. Tune it out. How often are you praying? How often each day are you praying? And if you aren't praying at all, ask yourself one simple question. Why? Why aren't you praying? Tune out the noise. Get before God. Day after day. If only for a few moments. Tune it out. Tune out the noise that's around you. It's screaming at some of you. And it's so distracting. And it's so hindering you from moving into the fullness of the breakthrough that God has already prepared and laid out for you. And this is something we all walk through. We have to tune out the noise and tune in the voice of the Holy Ghost. How often are you praying? How often are you tuning it out and just going to God, setting yourself in His presence, listening for that still, small voice amidst all of the clamor and the clanging of the lyres and the zithers and the musical instruments of the of the king that set it up to be played so that everyone would bow down to his statue. We all have our excuses, but church, it's time to cut the excuses. It's time to set our face before God and to seek God. Tune out the noise. Jeremiah 33 verse 3 says, Call to me and I will answer you. I'll tell you marvelous and wondrous things that you could never figure out on your own. Tuning out the noise of the world and calling to God in faith and believing Him over the noise that surrounds us, it actually positions us for a breakthrough life. Come on, as we consistently tune it out, tune it out, tune it out, consistently tune in, consistently contact heaven, consistently stand in his presence, tuning it out. Come on, it positions us for a breakthrough life. It positions us not just for an, a momentary experience, but for a breakthrough life. I want to live this life. Come on, I want to encounter this in my life. So tuning out the noise of the world and calling to God in faith, 
and putting our faith in him, believing him over the noise that surrounds us. It positions us. We have to be intentional to tune out the world and tune in the word. There's just one letter difference, the letter L between world and word. We have to be intentional to tune out the world and tune in the word. Come on, setting our affection, setting our hearts towards this in Jesus' name. Come on, I hear so much noise right now. There's so much noise around us, but God is speaking to us. Hallelujah, God is preparing us for something supernatural. He's got this. He's got it all planned out. He knows what he's doing. Come on. He's not abandoned you. He's not abandoned us. Come on, everybody. He's, he has plans to give us a future. He has plans to give us hope. He's got this. <laughs> so when we get serious, come on, when we start getting serious about tuning out the noise, when we start getting serious about prayer and communion with God, when we start getting serious about connecting with God, you may just have to excuse yourself from your office for just a couple of minutes. Head to the men's room. Head to the ladies' room and just tune in for a minute or two. Come on, Jesus. When you get serious, when I get serious about this, come on. More than anything else, when I get serious about finding Jesus and I want him more than anything else, God says, I'll make sure you won't get or be disappointed. Come on. Secondly, Colossians chapter 3 and verse 2 says, don't shuffle along, eyes to the ground, <laughs> absorbed with the things right in front of you. Mm-hmm. Look up and be alert to what is going on around Christ. That's where the action is. See things from his perspective. Ooh, isn't that good? Don't shuffle along, eyes to the ground. Absorb with the things right in front of you. Look up and be alert to what is going on around Christ. That's where the action is. See things from his... See, this is life. We use our eyes every day. In life, our ears, our eyes, this is life. This is doing life. So we tune out the noise, and secondly, we focus on what really matters. To live a breakthrough life, we tune out the noise. Secondly, we focus. We're not shuffling along our eyes to the ground, absorbed with the things right in front of us, but we look up. We focus on what really matters. Be alert to what's going on around Christ. That's where the action is. See things from his perspective. I know what I'm doing. I know what I'm doing. 
I've got this planned out. I've got everything in place to give you a future. Stop looking at everything right in front of you. I've got everything planned out for your future. And yet you're so absorbed with everything right here in front of you. Lift up your eyes. Look unto the hills from whence cometh your help. Your help comes from the Lord, maker of heaven and earth, who will not allow your foot to be moved. He who does not slumber or sleep, he goes before you to make every crooked place straight, to bring you into the fullness of all that God has designed, that you might live a breakthrough life. Hallelujah. Give Jesus a hand clap of praise today. Focus on what really matters. You know, we must learn to eliminate what doesn't matter in our lives. We need to learn to eliminate what does not matter in our lives and focus on what does. When we're focused on things and people that are not important to our growth and our goals, it will only take away from our lives. Come on, when we're focused on things and people that aren't important to our growth and to our goals, it will only take away from our lives. Stop being absorbed with everything, with the things right in front of you, so consumed with everything in the moment. Look up and be alert to what's going on around Jesus around Christ. Woo. Come on, you're taking time every day. Come on, we're talking about a lifestyle here. We're talking about living a breakthrough life. You're taking time every day, just moments every day to just tune out the noise and tune in. Tune out and tune in. Just excuse me guys, just for a moment. Father this noise is deafening right now. This noise is deafening. And I just tune it out right now. And I look to you, Jesus, the author and the finisher of my faith, who for the joy set before you endured the cross, despising the shame. And because of that, I have a future. Because of that, you've got it planned for me, God. And I just tune it out in Jesus' name. I take hold of your plans for my life. Then you can go back into your situation and carry on. Hallelujah. Full of faith and full of confidence and full of joy. And when those sounds and when those, when those things rise again, excuse me, just, I'm sorry, excuse me. You don't have to, you don't have to explain Come on, everybody. And Jesus, I thank you and I praise you. You're so good. Come on, give him another hand clap. He's worthy. When we're focused on things and people that aren't important to our growth and goals, it will only take away from our lives. Pay attention to what God is teaching you this very moment.
What is he saying to you right now? Focus there. What is he saying? That's where your focus needs to be. Not the reports that you're receiving and all the the reports that are coming in and all the evil reports. What is God's report say? What is God saying to you right now? That's where you're focused. Don't shuffle along with your eyes on that report and that's all that's consumed you. God, what are you saying to me? We must remain focused on where God is leading us. Remember, God knows what he's doing and he has it all planned out. And once you remove the distractions in your life, once you remove the distractions in your life, you will be well on your way for breakthroughs to become a way of life. Oh, I like that. That's good. I worked hard on that. I'm going to share it again. Once you remove the distractions in your life, you will be well on your way for breakthroughs to be a way of life. Hallelujah. I want to finish with Ephesians chapter 1, verse 17. This is the prayer Paul prayed for the church at Ephesus. I ask, ask the God of our master, Jesus Christ, the God of glory, to make you intelligent and discerning in knowing him personally, your eyes focused and clear so that you can see exactly what it is he's calling you to do. Grasp the immensity of this glorious way of life that he has for Christians, the breakthrough way of life. Oh, the utter extravagance of his work in us who trust him. Endless energy, boundless strength. Come on, that's a breakthrough life right there. I want us to read this out loud. I ask, I ask, ask the God of our master, Jesus Christ, the God of glory, to make you intelligent and discerning in knowing him personally your eyes focused and clear so that you can see exactly what it is he is calling you to do. Grasp the immensity of this glorious way of life he has for Christians. Oh, the utter extravagance of his work in us who trust him. Endless energy, boundless strength. Come on, let's praise him right now. That's our lifestyle. That's what he wants to bring us into today. I want to pray with you. You say, Pastor, the noise around me has been extreme. The noise around me has been extreme. Pastor, I've been focusing on that which is right in front. It's consumed me. I want to enter this breakthrough way of life. I want my life. I want to come into that Come on, let's just respond to what the Spirit of God is saying to us today. I want to come to that place of fullness. Father, I thank you and I bless you for what you have placed and what you have put deep into us today. Thank you for the impartation of these truths. Father, thank you for how you promised to your people who were were so far into captivity, who were far away from their homeland, oh God. And yet you gave them that promise. You 
told them, I know what I'm doing. I've got it all planned out. Father, forgive us for allowing the noise around us to distract us. God, right now, in the name of Jesus, may we, like Elijah, come to that place of intimacy with you. We hear that still, small voice, oh God, that is so much louder than all the noise around us. In the name of Jesus. Father, I thank you that we're lifting up our eyes unto the Lord today and putting our heart and our affection upon the things that are above and not on the the things that are on this earth and that you're bringing us today into the fullness. I come against the attack of the enemy. I stand against the works of, of the evil one right now and the voices that are screaming out the things that are coming to us so loud, oh God. We rise up today and we hear your word above it all and we embrace it today and we take hold of it today and we thank you, Father. We set our eyes upon you, upon the finished work of the cross and we thank you that you're bringing us into a life filled with breakthroughs, oh God, living in this abundant, overcoming life in Jesus' name, and we give you the glory, and we give you the praise. Breakthroughs come in Jesus' name. Yes, and amen. Oh, come on, everybody. He's worthy. I'm going to live a life, a breakthrough life. Everybody have a tremendous breakthrough week. Come on, live a life, a breakthrough this week. We love you. God bless you.